Welcome back to Notorious IDP Fantasy Football. We have the Notorious Ones. I'm Ronnie. I'm here with Sean, like always. How are you doing today, Sean? I'm doing phantasmal. Ooh, ah, happy Halloween. We've got oh, football yeah. on Halloween Day, although I don't know if people are celebrating on Saturday or Sunday, but it's Halloween no matter how you look at it. Maybe you double dip if you're a trick-or-treater this, this year and try to do both days. And if you're tailgating... Bring your kids to the tailgate, and I'm sure they're going to get a lot of candy or, you know, ribs and barbecue and all that good stuff. So looking forward to it. When, uh, I think this is the start of the, of the um, what do they call it, the, the season of holidays, the holiday season, right? We've got um, at the end of this month, we have Halloween, and the next month, Thanksgiving, and end of the month after that, Christmas. So big dog. It's beginning. I can't wait for eggnog season. <laughs> hey, I actually saw eggnog today at the store and thought about you when I was buying my <laughs> fireball eggnog. No alcohol Ooh. in it, it says. I said it was fireball eggnog. That sounds that sounds really good. All right. I've, I'm going to add that to my Christmas list of stuff that I need to get. All right. So uh, before we get started, what is your favorite Halloween candy? Oh, Reese's peanut butter cup. Is there anything else? I think I'm uh, old fashioned and I like the uh, Snickers. Actually, no, I take that back. It's Kit Kat. That's my, that's my all time favorite is the Kit Kat. Two for me, none for you. That's, that's my favorite too. My second favorite. Second favorite. (laughs) Yep. Well, let's get started with the show. Uh, News and notes. Uh, New York Giants safety, Jabril Peppers. Looks like he's on IR with a hamstring and another leg injury. So he's out a minimum of three weeks. Denver, Jerry Judy. He should be available this week. Uh, wide receiver there. Miami signed running back Duke Johnson to their practice squad. So that tells me that they're not expecting Malcolm Brown back too soon. Baltimore designated defensive end Derek John or yeah, Derek Wolf to return from IR this week. Um, not, not sure when he comes back, but he's designated to return. Chicago linebacker Khalil Mack looks like he's out this week and he might get put on IR with a foot injury. So just bad news all around for those Chicago outside linebackers because it was uh, Quinn uh, who got put on the COVID list, I think, last week. Might still be on it. The Jets, they're going to start this quarterback, Mike White, this week. So um, it looks like Flacco's not really going to join the team until maybe late this week, and he definitely won't be ready. So not good for the Jets, but we'll see. Maybe this Mike White can, can do something. Tight end for Tampa Bay, Rob Gronkowski. He's returning to practice this week, so look for him to maybe get back into the play with his broken ribs. And the big news, Green Bay wide receiver Devontae Adams is officially out this week, and he's not traveling with the team to Arizona. So it's just getting tougher and tougher. I haven't heard officially on Alan Lazard, but I'm guessing Lazard's probably going to miss the game as well. So that's not good for that Green Bay wide receiver crew and that Green Bay team in general. All right, that's it for my news and notes. Do you have anything to add? You forgot the most important. You forgot to talk about the 600 ball and oh, the, the hall the guy got. <laughs> yeah, and the hall the guy got. All right, fair trade. And what, what did he get? And was it a fair trade? Exactly. So let's see. Season tickets for this year, right? Yep. Season that's about half a year. So half a year, year season. Yep. And yep. next year. So one and a half year season tickets. All Check. right. A Brady signed helmet. I, I, that was on my list. Definitely get a helmet. And then Evans's cleats, game cleats. Yeah. Neat. But, and then two jerseys. I don't know what jerseys they were. Did I I think, uh, 
you got a signed jersey for Brady from Brady and a signed jersey from Evans. Okay. And uh, yeah, you missed one very important thing: a bit Bitcoin, which is worth almost sixty thousand dollars. A Bitcoin. He got a Bitcoin. Yeah, I know he got thousand dollars for the in-store credit. Oh yeah, yeah, thousand dollars <laughs> of the the team shop credit. But the Bitcoin's worth almost sixty thousand. I think it's you know it was up to around sixty-two thousand last week because Brady's trying to pimp out the what do they call that currency the digital currency i don't know what they yep, even call the, that uh, stuff but I he's got an app coin yeah bitcoin's just one of them right cryptocurrency yeah. that's what it is crypto yeah or blockchain currency anyway he's he's got an app that he's sponsoring or whatever the commercial spokesperson for so i think they just gave him a bitcoin so that's almost sixty thousand dollars right there so is it still worth it or would you have got more yeah and think you wanted a million dollars good luck with that but yeah oh i think it was a good trade you start high I mean, let's say he doesn't give the ball back. Mm -hmm. Does he get booed and is he able to come back? Do they egg his house? You know, those fans are pretty rough in Tampa Bay. Yeah, they're not quite. They're not quite Oakland fans or Philadelphia (laughs) fans and booing Santa Claus, but you know, yeah, boo Santa Claus. (laughs) I'm thinking he did pretty good. I I think he did all right. I think the, you know, he got. A lot of neat stuff. Uh, I don't know if he got the jersey that Brady wore that day, which maybe Brady saves that one, you know, because that's part of the 600 thing, that ball and that jersey. Um, and apparently Brady doesn't want to give up his cleats, but maybe his cleats are all that great. So I don't know. I, you know, maybe you go for, I don't know if it's even possible, but lifetime season tickets. I mean, that yeah. sounds kind of neat, but that's probably yeah. hard to actually do. I wonder if they gave him a game ball and it was if it actually was full of air or if it was maybe. Oh, they gave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should have had it, had the pressure tested <laughs> at it, right? Say, is this a little bit below? And then say, look, I'm going to tell the, the world that this was below the standard PSI. If you don't give me a little something else, I want at least three games in the owner's suite uh, with full food and beverage and all that kind of stuff. Plus the after party yeah. with uh you know, whoever it is, I don't even know who owns the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, say the truth. <laughs> but I think it was so, a fair, fair deal. I think he looks good in front of the fans, especially giving it back during the game. And he got, he got a pretty nice haul. I'll take oh, it. Oh yeah. More the than football, I thought he was going to get. I'm really glad because the football is something you can actually play with. Maybe you wouldn't even play with that ball because that one's probably going to be under a glass case, but just a regular game ball, you know, you could throw around the backyard with the kids or whatever. So yeah. well worth it. A sand lot where they take the Babe Ruth and the dog chews it up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Yeah. All right. So uh, are you ready for the scary TikTok challenge of the week? This one you have to do on Halloween. Okay. So it's, it's the scary TikTok to do on Halloween brought to you by the Notorious IDP podcast. So there's this urban legend going around and it goes something like this. First, you turn off all the lights. Then you light a small candle. Then you look into the mirror and say, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald. <laughs> you got to say that five times and suddenly he'll appear behind you and strip sack you. So I'm daring <sighs> Davis Mills or Tyrod Taylor, whoever the starter is this week, to try it this Sunday, unless you're scared. So you're Fair a resident enough. TikToker, so I'm, I'm expecting to see that on your TikTok if you've got one this Sunday. Okay. 
You know, I did the milk crate challenge, baby. You know, <laughs> that's why you <laughs> that's what makes you our TikTok challenge. Unless you actually know what TikTok is. <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready for our scary good matchups of the week? Yes, sir. All right. Start us off with your D line. All right. I'm gonna go right to San Francisco versus Chicago. Boza, D Ford, and watch out for Armstead to have a sneaky good game. All right. Those are my three. Well, I have that one as well. So we'll call that one prime matchup. Prime with matchup the of the week. Si- with the full size Snickers bar. <laughs> full size candy bar matchup of the week. <laughs> Here's what I have to write about that one. Quarterback Justin Fields leads the NFL in sacks given up. We knew that from earlier this week in our yeah. show. San Francisco gets two sacks per game, slightly below average. I'm expecting that to result in about three sacks this week for San Francisco. SF did show some vulnerability to the run last week, uh, and Chicago should try to exploit that. So this is my ghost D-line pick of the week, as it may not even be seen. But I'm going with Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead. So just two of your three guys. Yeah. All right, take us to your number two. All right, well, you had every one of them and their aunt on the waiver wire I'm going <laughs> nice. to Cincinnati versus the Jets. I mean, the Jets are giving up almost as many sacks as Chicago. So how do you not like Hendrickson Hubbard? And I'm going to throw in BJ Hill for the triple threat. Ooh, I like it. All right. Another prime matchup, full-size candy bar matchup of the week. Ooh, Kit Kat. <laughs> Kit Kats this time. Cincinnati D line. Uh, Cincinnati's typically hard to run against. The Jets have given up 20 sacks this year. And Pembroke Pine's own Mike White will be getting his first NFL start for the Jets. So he'll he'll be tested. And that Cincinnati D-line will be looking to keep the pressure all game long. So the guys I like for Cincinnati are Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard. And I'm changing up on them inside from you. I'm going with Larry Ogunjobi on the inside. So those are my three standouts. All right. See if we can make a. Make a we might do all five here. the same. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a first. Yeah, I'm doing Indy versus Tennessee because you know Tennessee likes to run the ball, and they also like to get Tannehill sacked a lot. <laughs> going Buckner, rookie Payne, and Muhammad. I won't even try to say his first name. <laughs> Muhammad. Gaden Muhammad as an as another triple threat. All right, I don't have that one, so we're just onto a normal matchup here. I'm going the Cleveland D line versus Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh should be forced to pass in this game to be successful. The Cleveland D line is one of the best in the league and should be getting after Big Ben all game long. The Cleveland pass defense is not as good as their rush defense, so I'm expecting extra opportunities for the Cleveland D line this week. The D line standouts are, of course, Miles Garrett. Then I've got Jadavian Clowney and maybe Malik Jackson on the inside. Ooh, I like it. Now, this one might be the surprise, you know, the mystery airhead candy for trick-or-treaters. Atlanta versus Carolina. Ooh. Carolina likes to give up, a, you know, I think they're giving up a lot of sacks lately. And I'm going with Marlon Davidson and Grady Jarrett this week. Wow, there's a name you haven't sneaky, heard for a long time. Yep, a sneaky pick. 
Okay. Uh, that sounds pretty ghostly indeed. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams D-line versus Houston, thanks to the TikTokers out there. They're going to make this happen for us. Uh, Davis Mills has given up about three sacks a game since he's been starting, and they've been blown out in four of the last five games, only playing close versus New England, surprisingly. The Los Angeles Rams has five players on their defense with multiple sacks on the year. This should get out of hand, opening the door for this D-line to pin their ears back and go get whoever it is, Davis Mills, I'm thinking, but maybe it could be Tyrod Taylor. If Tyrod Taylor does play, it's going to be a little bit tougher for this defense, so that's why I have him a little lower. Standouts for the D-line for Los Angeles Rams are Aaron Donald, Sebastian Joseph, and Leonard Floyd, if he counts as a D-line, but I think in our league, he's a linebacker. All right. Well, I probably won't do the TikTok thing. I've changed my mind because I've got a tough matchup this week and I might be <laughs> facing Aaron Donald. But now the wind's going to blow us to Green Bay versus Arizona matchup. And Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry, and then Kingsley Kiki as Ooh. another triple threat. I like that. Kingsley Kiki is surprisingly good for an interior guy. So, I mean, he doesn't. He's not consistent, but man, he can have some big games when he needs to. And I think they might be relying on him this week based on that matchup and missing missing half their offense. You know what? They're also missing their defensive coordinator. So my last one is, I guess I've already done it, right? It's uh, San Francisco D-line versus Chicago, which you had as your number one. So, right. oh, wait, wait, did I do, uh, did I do Washington? I did not. No, sir. All right. So I'm going to do Washington. I forgot. Washington D-line versus Denver. Washington defense gets seven quarterback hits per game, but they only convert for about 2.1 sacks per game. Denver leads the league in getting their quarterback hit with eight, <laughs> eight quarterback hits per game. A lot of those came in one game, to be fair, against the, the Raiders. Uh, but Bridgewater's still a little bit, a little bit hobbled, so he might, he might be more of a statue back there this week. We'll see. Uh, I'm expecting over two and a half sacks this game. And even though Denver is going to try to adjust, they're probably not going to adjust well enough. The standouts for Washington are Jonathan Allen, big guy in the middle, Chase Young, you know, he's coming along now. And of course, Montez Sweat, who I happen to be playing against. <laughs> all right. So should we move to linebackers? Yep. I'm looking through these and I've done all my D lines. So linebackers. All right, I'm going to go with the most obvious, and I've already picked their offensive line, but I'm also going to throw in their linebackers. I'm planning on Indy front line and defensive line to have huge games this week. I'm going to have Leonard and Okaki as linebackers versus Derrick Henry. Okarake is the new pronunciation. Okarake. That sounds like a candy bar that you might get on Halloween. It's like, oh, I got this O'Kara Cape bar. See if it's delicious. All right. I've yeah. got I've got that one too. Prime matchup, full size O'Kara uh, Cape bar. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> We're inventing new candy as we speak. All right. Tennessee's going to run the ball. You know that. And they're going to put together long drives. Indy forces the most fumbles in the NFL and will have their hands full containing Derrick Henry. Tennessee averages about seven more plays per game than Indy. So I expect the Indy defense to rack up the tackles and possibly force a couple turnovers this week. And don't forget, Derrick Henry can throw the ball too. So keep an eye on that. But linebacker standouts for Indy are Darius Leonard and Bobby Okereke, just like you. 
Boom, boom. All right. Philadelphia versus Detroit. Sneaky Detroit. Oh, yeah. Big ponds, you know. But when you're, I think you have to kind of coach that way. He's keeping the guys motivated. You know, I think he's doing a good job down there in Detroit. So I am going to go with Alex Singleton and a name from You're the One Past, Eric Wilson. Not bad. I haven't heard Eric Wilson for a while. You know, he was great when he was on Minnesota and hasn't really come around. But Alex Singleton, what's he, a top five linebacker in tackles this year? So, yeah, keep an eye on him. I like that. I don't have it. My next matchup will be Miami linebackers versus Buffalo. Buffalo averages 69 plays per game and Miami about 60. So Buffalo should keep that Miami defense on the field a lot this Sunday and spend a lot of the day running is they're what they're favored by two touchdowns. So they're probably going to get up and then just run the ball to death with Jerome Baker, leaving the game last week, banged up and questionable this week. Um, It just all gets worse for Miami. So the standouts for Miami are Andrew Van Ginkle, Elandon Roberts. And if he plays Jerome Baker. Ooh, a triple threat. You know it. All right. Um, I'm going to, go down to the Pittsburgh versus Cleveland linebackers. Cleveland, even without the running backs, they still running the ball. And how can you not like TJ Watt in any matchup? Hmm. And I'm going to go with a name who's probably due, but I'm going to go with Devin Bush. Not sure if anyone's heard of him. (laughs) (laughs) He's had a quiet year, but I think he is coming along. Yep. All right. I'm going to go with a different matchup. I'm going to go with Green Bay linebackers versus Arizona. Prime matchup. Three Musketeers. Okay. Full-size three Musketeers. The the advanced COVID protocols. uh, Thursday night game and possible players missing this game. It's going to play havoc on a game. You know, the defensive coordinator for Green Bay is not going to be there either. Uh, Arizona has been through all this before. They know what to expect. You know, they, they dealt with maybe not advanced protocols, but some COVID stuff where their coach missed a game. So I think they're kind of, they're ready for this game, no matter what happens. And they probably have a good idea what Green Bay is going to do. I think Green Bay struggles on defense and spends a lot of their time on the field. Standouts for Green Bay then are Devondre Campbell and Rashawn Gary, the sneaky edge guy. He's getting a lot of sacks lately. I have the exact same guy. I just wanted, I mean, if you have Campbell, you have to start him every week, don't you, at this point? Yeah, you would think so, but some of us, <laughs> some of us don't always do that. Let me add a little salt to that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my last matchup, I'm going to go down the Falcons versus Carolina. I mean, this is probably the best dual linebackers and Jones and Oklahoma from Stanford. Oh, yeah. You know, I just think they're just Carolina is going to try to run the ball again, right? If they don't run the ball, I think they're going to dunk and pass and i just think these guys are going to have big games so i gotta say your oklahoma or whatever you said did you mean oluacon from yale not stanford from yale all right see (laughs) not stanford yale yeah i'm gonna write yale because i know he's your man right there oh yeah yeah you gotta love those yale linebackers in the league because you don't see too many of those ever you say is he the only one (laughs) i might be i do not know one all right, uh, I'm going to go with Minnesota linebackers versus Dallas here. Uh, nice. This looks like one of them games where both teams plan to stick with the run until they can't. 
Dallas has the advantage here in the script, but will suffer more if they're forced to pass. So I think they're going to do whatever it takes to keep that run game going. I believe they're getting a, a suspended lineman back too from, from that uh, bribery thing where he bribed a guy to not make him take a drug test or whatever. Anyway, don't know if he comes back this week or next week. Either way, <coughs> Dallas is going to run. Dallas has the easier time rushing this week, and that keeps that Minnesota defense on the field. Dallas leads the league with 70 plays per game to Minnesota 69, so not a major advantage there. The standouts for Minnesota are the stud Eric Kendricks, man. Two years in a row, he's at the top. And newcomer, which isn't a newcomer, but newcomer because of injury, Anthony Barr. I look for both those guys to have big games. I, I do have I one more. So pick that one. Yep, let's hear it. I wanted to pick that one, but I just I went with my guys from Falcons. Chicago linebackers versus SF. Nice. Chicago has suffered some setbacks among their outside linebackers recently with uh, Robert Quinn going on COVID reserve and Khalil Mack looking at a possible IR right now. Um, And Edge, I don't know if he's a linebacker or just a D-line, probably a D-line, Hakeem Hicks. He's dealing with a groin injury. I think he was not even active last game. SF needs to stick with the run here and shouldn't have to hard time doing that, especially with all these injuries. Uh, this should result in the Chicago linebackers getting plenty of opportunity. And the standouts I have are Roquan Smith and the other inside guy, Alec Ogletree, another name that we haven't heard for a while. And that's wow, my that's linebackers. A, that's a nice pick, Mr. Smith. All right, going down to DBs. I'm going to start with the LA Superchargers. Superchargers. New England. I mean, I really think Darwin James is going to be incredible with Samuel this week. Oh, I like that. So those are my two favorites in that game. Well, I'm going to trick your treat. I'm going New England DBs. The New England DBs versus the Los Angeles Superchargers. So the, the Chargers pass almost 42 times per game while only rushing about 24 times per game. When behind, they tend to abandon the run altogether. So when the when the Chargers, with the Chargers' vulnerability to the run, we should see a lot of running by New England and a lot of passing from the Chargers. Both teams are about average on pressuring the quarterback and getting sacks. New England DBs should be really busy this week, and I expect this to be a close game. The defensive back standouts for New England are cornerback J.C. Jackson, and safety, Kyle Duggar. Nice. We should put this in the snack bag and maybe put a little Kit Kat on the side for this one to see who's got it straight. All right. Put it on the board. Right. <laughs> yep. Put it in the bag. Put it in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> put it got in a the Halloween bag. Yep. All right. Uh, this one's kind of a scary one, but I'm going down to KC versus the Giants. Ooh. Ooh, I think. Matthew, you know, the Giants are still trying to run the ball. He's getting a lot of tackles. And I just think um, Snead's going to get an INT this week. So that's my second favorite matchup. All right. I do not have one, that one, but I do like it. I, I still quite cannot quite understand why Casey's favored by 10 on that Monday nighter. I mean, <laughs> the Giants aren't really that good, but they looked good last week against Carolina. So maybe they're blending that on the matchup. And Sam Darnold, who knows? All right, well, my next DB matchup is going to be the Carolina defensive backs versus Atlanta. 
Atlanta averages about 25 runs and 42 passes per game, win or lose. Atlanta also gives up a league-high 5.7 passes defensed per game, which together should keep the Carolina DBs really busy this week and provide ample opportunity for big plays. Carolina averages about the same number of plays per game as Atlanta, so no real advantage in terms of time on the field. Standouts I have for Carolina are cornerback Dante Jackson and safety Jeremy Chin. And I, I'm edging that on, you know, does just Jeremy Chin try to cover uh, Kyle Fitz or Pitts? And that's what I was thinking. That's a great, great call. All right. This one might be kind of a homer pick, but I think Washington versus Denver. I'm going to take the opposite is where I normally would go. But Kendall Fuller and Collins and Curl. Denver, I think, with Judy's coming back, going to be trying to pass. They always establish the run. They throw to the tight end. So I think there's going to be plenty, plenty of volume for Washington to get a lot of tackles this week and a pick. Yeah, I think, I think Denver gets a pick as well in that game. Uh, I don't have that matchup either side, so I'm going to my next matchup. New Orleans defensive backs versus Tampa Brady's <laughs> <laughs> Tampa Brady is another 25 42 team, meaning they have 25 runs per game and 42 passes per game. They average about 68 plays per game and will give the New Orleans DBs work this week. New Orleans has nine picks this year and averages 5.8 pass defenses per game this year. So the TBO line does one thing and one thing really well, and that's protect Brady. So I expect to see more of the same with Brady passing a lot and standing there pretty much untouched. Um, lots of opportunity for the New Orleans DBs to make plays and racking up tackles and maybe two picks for this New Orleans defensive backs. My standouts are safety Marcus Williams and cornerback Marshawn Lattimore. And maybe I really like this young cornerback Paulson Adebo. He's from Stanford. Oh, Stanford. All right. Well, this one, I'm going to just keep picking these guys no matter who they play because Diggs seems to get a pick every single week, except for I called it right last week. I'm going to take Dallas versus Minnesota, and I'm going Diggs and Anthony Brown this week. Oh, prime matchup. What what are we handing out here? Full size? Let's Milky Way. Milky Way. All right. Dallas defensive backs. How about a Diggs digger bar? All right. I was going to say payday (laughs) bar, but. (laughs) That's what Diggs has been for you is a payday. Yep. All right. Minnesota averages 40 passes per game, win or lose. They're near the top of the league in plays per game, but so is Dallas. I mean, Dallas is the top. So Dallas gets after the QB and causes 4.7 pass defenses per game, but doesn't get many sacks, only 1.8 sacks per game. This should keep the Dallas DBs fully involved and give them a chance to make big plays. My standouts are in order. Cornerback Anthony Brown and cornerback Trevon, another one, Diggs. (laughs) Trevon's on a new streak. He's one week in a row with zero picks his bye week. Nice. All right. I am going to go out to that fabulous game. The Rams versus Houston. How do you not like Ramsey and Rap this week, no matter who the quarterback is? Rusty Taylor or INT special? So I am taking Ramsey, who's all over the place, and consistent Rap to get a handful of tackles this week. Good pick. I like that. 
my last one will be Pittsburgh defensive backs versus Cleveland. And this is from Slash for a reason because it's hard to hard to have a lot of faith in this one. But Pittsburgh DBs, this matchup looks looks like trouble for Cleveland. It's going to be hard to run. Lots of quarterback pressures. When with a backup quarterback starting for Cleveland, I don't expect a heavy pass game plan. But they'll likely be pushed, probably pushed into that pretty quickly because I think uh, they're just going to struggle trying to run. So if they don't pass, they're just going to have to punt. So I think Cleveland's going to be pushed to the pass, and that may have some success. But Cleveland sticks to the run, even in losses. So I'm leaning towards pit safeties having a better game here than their corners. And the only safety that I can really expect to have a good game is Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, but if Cleveland passes, which I kind of think they, they'll have to, and passes a lot, then look for cornerbacks James Pierre and Cameron Sutton to have decent games. All right. I like that one, too. I like the safeties huge. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. All right, that's my last defensive back matchup. Do you have any others, or should we get to the nope. year of the ones? All right, time year for the, the ones. One. <laughs> All right, I don't know if we have a Halloween edition, but last week I did promise to give more love to D-line, so I kind of reevaluated, and believe it or not, I changed one that was on a buy. So full reevaluation week for the ones. All right, you're the one. Let's start us off with Buffalo in the AFC East. Um, looks like I've had... Micah Hyde for about a month. He leads the team with three interceptions, uh, but watch out for this rookie, Greg Rousseau on defensive end. He has one interception and three sacks as a rookie defensive end, but I'm staying with safety. Micah Hyde, you're the one. I am also going to stick with Micah Hyde. You're the one. All right, moving on to New England. Uh, this one's tough, but based on what we've seen over the last two weeks, Kyle Duggar, he's... He's the hot hand right now. And you know, with any New England team, you just can't get settled in on any one person. You got to ride the hot hand. So Kyle Duggar, safety, you're the one. I love that pick, Kyle Duggar, but I went J.C. Jackson for you're the one because they're both playing outstanding. I think J.C. Jackson's right near the top of the league and passes defense. So that's a good pick too. All right, another tough one, New York Jets. Uh, I've been big on this corner, Bryce Hall. Um, I think he's kind of getting left alone now as they look at the other side. So I'm going to the safety who's been missing a few games and he's back playing and with a chip on his shoulder, safety Marcus May is the one. I am also going to Marcus May. You're the one. I don't have much to add other than rumor has it that there were someone said that he might want to get traded and be in the jets they can get some draft picks but i don't see it happening because he's kind of the stable of the defense yeah who knows what's going to happen there we are what is it the second of november is the trade deadline so i believe that's like a week away maybe six days away because it's next tuesday is the trade deadline so get ready for anything to happen including deshaun watson being traded <laughs> well let's see i don't even know if that's going to happen all right going on to miami um, I've been on Jerome Baker for a while. He did get banged up. I don't know what his status is going to be this week. I'm leaning towards him being out. Uh, I'm making a change here to Emmanuel Ogba, defensive end, showing some D-line love. He leads the team in sacks, and he's third on the team in pass defenses as a defensive lineman. So, Emmanuel Ogba, you're the one. Yeah, great pick. I wanted to make the switch, but until 
Baker's out, I'm going to stick with Baker for one more week just to see what happens. Okay, moving on to Baltimore. Um, last week, I switched to Anthony Averett, cornerback. He, he still leads the team in tackles, interceptions, and pass defenses. I'm sticking with Anthony Averett. He's the one. And I am going to follow suit and continue to stick with Anthony Averett until someone else steps up. Pittsburgh. Looks like most of the year, most of the year, I've stuck with TJ Watt. A couple of weeks, I had Minka Fitzpatrick and Cameron Hayward, who I really like Cameron Hayward. Uh, Cameron Hayward is a close second here, but TJ Watt, he has seven sacks. TJ Watt's the one. TJ Watt, you're the one for me also. Cincinnati, I love this entire D line. Uh, but Logan Wilson, linebacker, he just does everything. That whole D line has a few stars on it. 16 sacks among the top four on that D line. Uh, the problem is it's all spread out. So I'm sticking with Logan Wilson as the one. I also am sticking with Logan Wilson, but Sam Hubbard is looking so good. And so is Trey Hendrickson. Oh, yeah. And maybe even better this week. We'll see. They are yeah. a prime matchup. Uh, Cleveland had Miles Garrett all year. He's the AFC one, Miles Garrett. And I am also sticking with Mr. Garrett. He's the one. All right. Moving on to Jacksonville. I've been on Andrew Wingard for quite a while as the only one with a takeaway. Um, I think, I believe Nelson is the other guy that now that joined him in the takeaway club. So this one's one where I reevaluated it. Uh, Josh Allen, the edge rusher, he leads the team in sacks and is second in pass defenses. Josh Allen, edge is the one. I am also sticking with Josh Allen. Well, I think I had him last week and as much as I'd like to call everyone Josh Allen, he's the real Josh Allen. He's the one. He's the real Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah you were ahead of me on that one. I didn't switch till this week. Um, moving on to Tennessee. This one's really, really close. So I have Kevin Bayard safety as the one, but linebacker Harold Landry is a very, very close second here with seven and a half sacks. But Bayard has seven pass defenses, three interceptions, one forced fumble and one fumble recovery. Kevin Byard is barely still the one. And I'm sticking with Howard Landry, just playing incredible right now. So I am sticking with the linebacker. He's the one for me. I think he's leading that defense. Um, all right, moving on to Indy. There's a, there's a couple of good guys here. Basically, it comes down to DeForest Buckner, Kari Willis, Darius Leonard, and maybe this Bobby Okereke. But Darius Leonard, he actually leads this team in interceptions with two. So Darius Leonard, linebacker, you're the one. And I'm also sticking with Darius Leonard. Just He seems to be the most consistent one. So he's the one for me. Houston, I really wanted to change to safety Lonnie Johnson because he's flying up the list here. Not quite there yet. Christian Kirksey, linebacker, still the one. Wow. And I'm giving some, some D-line love to Jonathan Greenard. Back-to-back -back huge games. He's the one for me. He's really standing out on that defense, too. All right, moving on to Kansas City. One of the troubled, most troubled defenses in the league right now. Um, this defense just needs more sacks, and they need more takeaways. And until they get that, i got to stick with Tyron, Tyron Matthews. Safety is the one. Yeah, and I was going to stick with him, but what's he averaging? Like almost 10 points the last few weeks. So I yeah. really looked at this deep and I went with Nick Bolton, who's been double digit points the last few weeks. So, okay. 
Rookie Nick Bolton, you're the one. But how can you not get double digits when you're tackling Derrick Henry or trying to? (laughs) They really need, uh, you know, was it um, Chris to stand up and get some sacks? I mean, that D-line, right? They moved the the big guy from the center to the outside on the D-line, and that just kind of blew up in their faces, I think. But they, they need some pressure. Maybe it's just need to get more aggressive. All right, Los Angeles Superchargers. Um, I've had Derwin James, looks like the last five weeks. Let's make it six. He's first in the team in tackles, third in the team in sacks, and second on the team in pass defenses. Derwin James, you're the one. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. I am going back to Nick Boza. Mm, Joey. You so, mean. Joey. Yeah, Joey. I went to say Mr. Boza. Going back to Boza. All right. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he have a sack last week? I, like, oh, I just like those D line who gets me a sack. He's he's definitely a D lineman, but not one I'm showing love this week. So <laughs> Las Vegas, this one's getting easier and easier as the as the yeah. weeks go by. Um, Denzel Perriman leads the team in tackles and leads the team in takeaways. Denzel Perriman is the one. Yeah, and I am sticking with Mr. Perriman also. Linebacker love. All right, yep. going on to Denver, Von Miller, the edge. Uh, they, this team, they're really missing Alexander Johnson um, until they really get a solid replacement. We'll see if uh, Kenny Young can actually be that replacement. Um, time will tell, but I'm sticking with Von Miller is the one. God, I want to stick with Von Miller. He calls out how great of a game he's going to have in Cleveland and then kind of <laughs> laid an egg. And so I kind of just went back and, you know, Kenny Young, he's the one for me. He's just been outscoring everybody on the defense. So I'm taking the points and I'm running. He's got to prove it. You're the one. He's got to prove it. He may not even start on the new team. So we'll see how that works out. All right, Washington. Um, Boy, I change a lot here. Changed again this week. So I had Cole Holcomb last week. I'm switching to Jonathan Allen, defensive tackle. He's the sack leader with five on a star-studded defensive line. That tells a lot. So, Jonathan Allen, you're the one. Oh, I love that pick, but I can't go away from Holcomb yet, but I'm ready to. <laughs> Dallas was on a bye last week. Trayvon Diggs, all year one. He's still the one. Oh, I thought this was where you're going to switch to Gregory or something, but Mr. <laughs> Diggs, how can you go away? Mr. Diggs, he's the one. Yep, interception every game. All right, Philadelphia. Whew. This is one of my most changed teams here. But it's Halloween week, so that ought to give you a hint who I'm picking here. And he has six sacks this year. Javon Hargrave, defensive tackle. You're the one. Ooh, nice. I made a switch, and I went to linebacker Alex Singleton. I switched off of him this week. That's who I had last (laughs) week, so interesting. You got to give Hargrave some love on Halloween. That's and what the D-liner. name you do. I agree. <laughs> All right. New York Giants. Um, I've had Logan Ryan for a few weeks here. I'm switching to defensive lineman Leonard Williams. Uh, back-to-back games with one and a half sacks. The pressure is definitely turning up from this D-line. Leonard Williams is the one. All right. And I am sticking with Leonard Williams. He is the one for me. I think I made the switch last week. And I'm sticking with it. And I actually had Hargrave last week. I just double checking my notes. 
Oh, wow. I must have been impressed with Singleton for some reason to go away from a D line. <laughs> we swapped on that one, and I yeah. joined you with Leonard Williams on this one. All right. <laughs> Green Bay, this one's getting easier. Devondre Campbell, he's got a huge lead on the team in tackles, and he leads the team in interceptions. Devondre Campbell is the one. I'm not going to add much. Mr. Campbell, you're the one. All right. This one might surprise you. I've had Roquan Smith all year. The NFC one. Roquan Smith is the one. And he's Mr. Smith to me, and he's still the one. He's uh, So it's no longer Trevon Diggs. It's my NFC one. Roquan Smith that. now got that. So had to point that out. All right. This one is the, this one's the tricky one. This one's the one I changed. I've had Daniil Hunter all year long. They were on a bye last week, and I changed anyway. Linebacker Eric Kendricks. He had a sack, an interception, and a fumble recovery over the last two games, plus leads the team in tackles. By week switch, Eric Kendricks is the one. All right, and I'm going to stay with quarterback Hunter for one more week. Get me a, I shouldn't say get me a sack this week because it's going to hurt, but get me a sack, baby. <laughs> Maybe say his name in the mirror five times and see what happens. Yeah. All right, moving on to Detroit. Uh, whew. Don't know really where to go in this team. I've I've been sticking with this cornerback, Amani Oruwarie. Um, I don't know if teams are looking his way much anymore, but he's got three interceptions. Plus, he's near the top of the team in tackles. I'm sticking with cornerback Amani Oruwarie. I really like that one, but I went back to Mr. Consistent, Mr. Walker. I went from Harris to Walker, so we'll see how that works out. <laughs> I do like that one. That's a pretty good one. New Orleans, this one's actually getting tougher and tougher. I mean, Demario Davis is a stud, but Demario Six. Davis, he barely, barely missed an interception, a late interception that would have given him this spot. If you saw that, he had it, but as soon as he hit the ground, the ball came out and doesn't count as an interception. Plus, if he keeps his feet and holds the ball, that's a pick six. Did not get it. So, Malcolm Jenkins, safety, you're still the one. All right. And I am also sticking with Jenkins, but it was so tough not to pick a top six, top 10 linebacker, right? And Davis. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. But if he could make those catches, he'd probably be you're the one tight end. And it looked like it was secure, too. <laughs> Just got to keep it through. He knows what a receiver goes through. You got to maintain possession through the ground. Heard footsteps. Heard yeah. footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Atlanta. I think this one's, it always just comes down to these two. I, you could call them both outstanding linebackers. I think right now, if the season were over, both of these linebackers deserve to be in the Pro Bowl. Those are Deion Jones and Foyasada Luakon. But Foyasada Luakon leads his fellow linebacker, Deion Jones, in tackles, pass defenses, interceptions, and force fumbles. Jones leads in sacks. I'm sticking with the one, Foyasada Luakon. And I'm also sticking with the one, Mr. Jones. I mean, nine tackles is, I think he had 10 tackles this week. So it's tough to move away when he has a good game. And as soon as I'm able to pronounce the other name, I might make a change. <laughs> so you're not changing all year is what you're saying. Jones is easy. <laughs> all right, Tampa Bay. I've had Shaquille Barrett all year long sticking with them. He's another guy that does everything on this defense. Shaquille Barrett is the one. Yeah. I switched with you a couple of weeks ago to join your crowd with Mr. Barrett boom bust, but he's more booming than he is busting. So staying with Mr. Barrett. 
All right. Uh, Carolina, this is another one where I changed to show some D-line some love. I think you've already made this change. I'm catching up with you. Uh, Brian Burns, defensive end. He has four sacks to Reddick six and a half, who was my old one here, but has four pass defenses to Reddick's zero. Brian Burns, defensive end. You're the one. Yeah, and I'm also sticking with Mr. Burns, but it's hard to uh, not pick a top 10 defensive lineman. They're so rare. I agree. That is, it is hard to find. Definitely uh, in the fantasy world, a good defensive end is way better than a linebacker. All right, moving on to Arizona, only undefeated team in the league. Linebacker Marcus Golden. He's the new sack leader finally on this team with six after, uh, you know, the other guys held it all year <laughs> after one game. But Byron Murphy still has the three interceptions to lead this spot. Byron Murphy, cornerback, you're the one. Still the one. Yep, I really enjoy Murphy. I'm moving off, and I went to Golden. He's the golden one for me. Sack leader on the team. Can't go wrong. All right, Seattle. Huh. Well, two weeks ago, I had Quandre Diggs. Then I switched to Bobby Wagner. I'm switching back to Quandre Diggs. Diggs is the only one on this team with an interception. He has two of them. And he's right up there in tackles. Quandre Diggs, you're the one. And I am sticking with linebacker Wagner, but watch out for their safety, Jamal Adams. He's in a happy place, you know, moved on to brighter green pastures on a different roster. And I think he's going to start performing a little better. I think he's on your bench now after our big <laughs> blockbuster trade. <laughs> I, 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 I was sick of holding my breath waiting for that. I mean, he's got the talent, but maybe they're just not putting him in position to, to succeed. Although they do send him after the quarterback about once or twice a game. Uh, he just hasn't got there. All right. Los Angeles Rams. Um, I want to say this guy's name in the mirror, but I don't know if I'm at five yet. And I don't want to get strip sack while we're recording a show. So I'm going to put Taylor Rapp here, who I had last week as Ooh. the one still again this week. He has a half a sack and two picks, and I'm waiting for Donald to have a game. Oh, i got to look behind me. <laughs> Taylor Rapp, still the one. Well, and if I go with Donald and it continues to bring him bad luck, that would be good for me this week. But it's more about rewarding the players. So I am also switching to Mr. Rapp this week. You're the one. If you've been keeping score better than me, then you should know that I have to only say that name one more time and he'll have an appearance this week. <laughs> All right, moving on to San Francisco. Um, wow, I started the year with Fred Warner, who seemed like the logical choice. Week two, I switched to Nick Bosa, stuck with him ever since, but this is the most interesting part of this team. Dre Greenlaw, who's been on IR since the first week, is the only one on this team with an interception. Bosa oh. has five sacks. Bosa is the one, but man, somebody on this defense needs to get an interception besides the guy that's only played in one game, Dre Greenlaw. So I'm sticking with Nick Bosa is the one and calling out everybody else on this defense to get a pick. I like it and I agree. And Mr. Bosa is the one for me. You know, I think it was actually a pick six too that Dre Greenlaw had in week one. So Nick Bosa for both of us, not bad, pretty good. I made a, a lot of changes this week after, you know, some time to, thoroughly review a lot of these spots where it gets easy to stay in the, the habit of keeping a guy a spot unless another guy has a really big game but 
I like it. Showing some D-line, some love. All right. Are you ready for our, I don't know what you say on Halloween, but <laughs> I think we're supersized due for something better than three and three on our pick six this week. So this week we went back to me picking all the greatest ones. There's some line movements. So I don't know if we kept up with them, but here we go. Pick six against the spread. Green Bay at Arizona, our Thursday night game. Arizona's favored by six. I think that one's actually gone higher because of all the COVID news about Green Bay, but we're going to stick with six for our purposes. So Green Bay at Arizona, Arizona by six. Who do you got? I am also going to take Arizona and make a small, you know, you always pick, I pick, I win. We split, I win. So just to give you a chance, we're going back to letting you pick. Is that what I heard right? I think that's what you heard in so many words. <laughs> All right, Arizona, that must be a good matchup if we're both taking them. I didn't pick mine yet, but I am going to pick them, Arizona. So we're both on Arizona. Um, Philadelphia at Detroit. Uh, Detroit, or Philly's favored by three and a half. Give me the points. I'm going with Detroit, and I think Detroit wins this game against Philly. I think they're, they gained a lot of momentum, even though losing last week. They're having fun again. I am agreeing with you. Detroit gets their first one of the year, correct? That's yep. this week. Plus they, three, give me the points. <laughs> plus three and a half. So they could lose by a field goal. We still win. Yeah. Nice. All right. All right. Jacksonville at Seattle. Seattle's favored by three. I don't see it. I'm going with Jacksonville. Give me the three points. Wow. We might have to put this one down. That's a three in a row. I'm also taking Jacksonville. <laughs> Wow. And I think that's another one where Jacksonville can win. Uh, depends on whether or not we, we talked up about uh, Trevor Lawrence in yesterday's show about uh, he finally had a game before the bye week with more touchdowns than interceptions, more touchdown passes than interceptions. So let's see if he can keep that streak alive. All right. Both of us are on Jacksonville there. So Washington at Denver, Denver's favored by three. Give me Washington in the upset. Ooh, all right. I guess we're different this time. But I think you throw Denver in there because you know I have to pick him every time. So <laughs> I'm taking Denver and I won't say anything else. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Dallas at Minnesota. This should be a really fun Sunday night game. Um, Dallas is favored by one and a half. This is one that I think when we wrote this, it was Dallas favored by two and a half. So it's getting closer, probably because um, the quarterback, Dak Prescott, is having some calf injury issues. I think he's fine to go, but he just not might not be 100%. I don't think it matters. I'm staying with Dallas um, minus one and a half. Wow. And I'm also taking Dallas. That's four out of five. We might have us a pick six. Seriously. Wow. Usually if we pick them the same, we get them wrong. I need to find yeah. somewhere we're going to definitely pick them different. All right. Giants at Kansas City. Kansas City's favored by 10 at home on Monday night. Um, this seems like a really sneaky, tricky uh, spread pick because there's probably something to this. I just don't buy the full 10 points. I think Giants lose by nine. I'm going with the Giants. Give me the 10 points. Uh, I'm going to give up the points. <laughs> You're going KC? <laughs> yeah, I think they're kind of, I don't want to say do because we always say that that doesn't work. So. I'm going to say, I'll think of a word. <laughs> All right. So the only two we have different is I have Washington, you have Denver. 
I have the Giants. You have KC. All the rest, we picked the same. We both picked Arizona. We both picked Detroit. We both picked Jacksonville. And we both picked Dallas. All right, so since we have two different, here's our tiebreaker. Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta's favored by three. Give me Carolina. Carolina's playing terrible. I'm giving up the points, and Atlanta's going to make Sam Bradford look like the old Sam Bradford. <laughs> Darnold. Sam Darnold. Darnold. <laughs> you are killing me with names today. I must be overheating. Maybe you got your, your heated jacket on. Yes, I think uh, I that that's a game where somebody wins by a field goal. And so I think it could go either way. So there's a good chance if Atlanta wins, it's only by three and it's a push. Um, all right. So who are we telling about the podcast this weekend? Well, I think you tell the Walmart greeter. So he's greeting everybody with the great, fabulous, don't know your name, notorious one, Ronnie, who gets corrected by the great one, Sean. Walmart reader. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm telling all the trick-or-treaters that come to the house. Here's your treat. Listen to Notorious IDP. And I've got a bonus one for you. If you have a smart device, tell Alexa to play the latest from the podcast Notorious IDP. So tell your smart device too. And you got to say it that way. I think that's the only way it works. Let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test it live. Alexa. Oh. Play the latest from the podcast, Notorious IDP. <laughs> All right. I don't know if you can hear it, but she's playing it. So I'll have to nice. stop it. All right. Well, I'm going to change my mind on wish you bad luck and wish you good luck because you convinced me that the gentleman always wins. So good luck this week against me. And thank you very much. And maybe we need to hook up somewhere so we can rub who's ever losing its face in it at the same time. <laughs> in the face. And it's going to be on yeah. Halloween. So I don't know uh, if you're going to be passing out candy on Sunday or not, but I don't know how that's going to work this year. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Good luck. All right. Peace out. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald.